Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Good morning, Nicole Cox. Hello, Mr. Bidwell. How are you this morning? <laughs> I'm very well, thanks, Mrs. Cox. How was your bushwalk yesterday? My bushwalk was typically, typically was an Ames style, Ames being my, my darling wife, but uh, it seems to be when we plan for these day trips, uh, the weather does its thing and it could be also because we live in Tasmania, Coxie. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, perhaps. <laughs> We're a long way south. <laughs> but uh, it was cold, it was drizzly rain, it was windy. We climbed a mountain, couldn't see a thing except for the whiteout cloud and fog. <laughs> uh, my fingers hurt, I got wet feet slogging through the mud Ooh. And, it, and it was awesome. Well, I'm not sure about the wet feet bit, Warwick. I've got to be honest. I can do a lot of things. I know I don't mind a bit of physical pain when exercising or enjoying something like a, a, a bushwalk, but wet feet, mm, probably that's where I draw the line. I must admit the first, I was I was trying to not get my feet wet, but it's impossible when it's shin deep mud on the trails, <laughs> despite gaiters and Gore-Tex shoes and all that, like you still get wet feet. Mm. Um, there's a lot to be said for wool socks. So uh, I think I just live in wool socks down here now, merino socks. And But that first rush of freezing cold, muddy water Ugh. into your shoes, well, you've got nice warm feet. It's just like, no. <laughs> and then after that, it's all okay. It's like, yeah, I'm hardcore. <laughs> I suppose so. I, I, in summer, I don't mind. And my favourite thing to do at the end of the day is to water the garden with my shoes off and wet my oh, feet. Yeah. That's different. Um, but in winter, mm, you're yeah. a special kind of someone <laughs> if you can put up with being cold and wet for any reason. Well, I'll tell you what, Coxie, it made me appreciate our nice, warm, dry house when we did yes. get home. Uh, yes. I was pretty cold, so hot shower, running water, open a tap, like all the conveniences. And I realised that I had actually gotten a bit comfortable. You know, I work from home, I've got a nice house, I've got a beautiful fireplace. It's, you know, it hasn't been a super cold winter here in Tassie, but it's cold. And uh, and I realised yesterday out in the elements, it's like I just had that little voice saying, oh, really? Do you, do you really want to do this? Like, this is a bit uncomfortable and wet feet and cold wind and painting fingers from the cold. And, and I thought, wow, I've actually gotten comfortable. Mm. And just those small things really helped me come back to some disciplines and uh, just, I guess... Um, being grateful for some of those little things that one way or the other can slide us off into comfort land, as we've talked about, and, and mm. fear, you know, fear of the discomfort. And so exposing myself to that yesterday, some of those little hurts uh, actually brought me back to, yeah, I need to, or I want to actually confront more of these little things on a day-to-day -day basis. Does that mean that... You're going to go out and wrestle with snakes now or, or fight tigers or... No, that's just dumb. Or, <laughs> it's just stupid. I don't know. Maybe it's riding your mountain bike or maybe it's lifting heavy shit or maybe it's, 
uh, I don't know, going without coffee for a week. Oh, I wouldn't I be that. I wouldn't be that hard. Funny how that one didn't hit the list of fifteen. Isn't no, it? I have done that before, as you know, and I've I've done that experiment a few times, and the results are inconclusive. And uh, <laughs> I like you better with we're coffee. Not, thank we're you. not going to repeat the experiment again. <laughs> coffee and and lack of tends to send you a little loopy. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I. I don't feel physical effects from it, but um, you probably notice the psychosis and uh, <laughs> <laughs> social misalignment that happens when I stop drinking my delicious coffee. Yes, you stop being peopley when you have your coffee. <laughs> I, go, it's to have your I coffee. go way to the uh, to the opposite slidey <laughs> end of my spectrum that I'm on. So. Um, Coxie, I have winked at you a number of times and it's not because I really, really like you today. Oh, I know. You're it's in a because Chuck Norris moment. It's my Chuck Norris wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Talking of small things, and let's keep it G-rated today, mm-hmm. um, Coxie, we are going to help people with their small things. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible way to lead you into it. Hey, Coxie, there's a deep end of the pool Whoops, sorry, I pushed you in. You really did. Yeah. We are going to help people with their commitment levels. That's what oh, we're going yes. to do. Commitment. Okay, All the yes. commitment phobes. Run away now, run away now. Mm-hmm. There's one of our clients. I'm looking straight at you, and I know you know who you are when we're talking. Is that me? Oh. No. You know who I'm talking about. I do. Commitment levels are not great for some of us. We have some grandiose ideas when we make a goal or we commit to going to the gym or we commit to joining the Tradepreneur program or the hundred other things that we commit to through our time. Um, and then commitment tends to waver. It can be really hard to keep it strong. Mm, it's. I was chatting with someone recently um, about small details versus big view, big picture. And it's something that I'm blessed to have a reasonable dose of both, I guess. I'm probably particularly focused on small details in certain areas of my life Mm -hmm. and business to my detriment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also love a big picture view and a strategic think and considering kind of the grander overall vision of what's going on. And it's been a challenge over the years for me. I'm not sure where you sit on that, Coxie. And I find people tend to spend time in one or the other, mm-hmm. not both. And mm-hmm. and I think a lot of business owners are quite big picture in the business thinking, but then their minutiae detail level in the day-to-day and tend to get lost in that and almost forget to connect the two together. You've kind of got to have the big view and the micro detail going on almost simultaneously to be able to bring the big picture to fruition. You do. I think I said recently I need to see the big picture before I can narrow it down to the daily task or the Mm. weekly or monthly task. It's a big part when we're talking about it then was we do that within the program. We have our, you know, in those initial conversations, we'll uncover what your next three and five-year goals look like, and albeit quite vaguely at the time, but then we begin to help you narrow it down to a 12-month and then, consistently every quarter we have a review of that to get you closer to that and then every single week essentially you're making goals and targets so for me I need to see okay where am I heading and what am I doing it for okay this is how then I can break that down into the steps so it's a bit 
no different with the challenge that we have this month. For me, at the end of it, you and I have made some commitments to one another. The grand plan for this month for me is to reset, rebalance and be ready for spring, summer when it gets particularly busy for us in our business. Um, And so therefore, knowing that that's my goal, knowing what I want to feel like, knowing what that looks like for me, it's easy for me to make the commitment to, okay, well, these are the, the, the things I'm going to do to get me closer to that by the end of the month. Now, I may hit or miss some of those goals or those commitments we've made to, to each other. And yet with the intention and the consistency of the commitment, I'm going to get as close as I can. Mm. I think that's the bit we miss quite frequently is we get bogged down by the fine detail or we get bogged down by the big picture and we miss the little steps that actually get us where we need to go rather than, you know, planning out what that might look like. We're just really detailed orientated or we're big picture and we're looking at, oh, but I want to buy a house. You can't just want to buy a house. You've got to figure out how you're going to get there. What are the steps? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So a bit the same for the challenge this month. And a big part of why we're doing it is a commitment refresh for our members so that they have the opportunity to make a loose commitment to something in the month of September. They will try to execute every single day of the month. And we've made, you know, our suggestion list, and you can make your own, but the the list of suggestions that we've created is so broad that they hopefully are easy to implement. Like today, I don't know if I'll get time this afternoon to go for a 30-minute walk like I normally would, so I did a quick 20-minute one this morning. 10-minute meditation is easy for me because it's only 10 minutes I can fit that in while I'm sitting in the car waiting for my next appointment. Um, And eating well is is a conscious choice that I have made now and can consistently sit my way through because with a bit of planning I can get there. So, you know, when we make the conscious choice, we have the steps in front of us, it is that little bit easier, I guess, to create the bit of change that we're looking for, small steps and all that. And I have noticed over the years, and I love a good metaphor and an analogy, Coxie. You do not. <laughs> uh, and you referenced um, my bushwalking excursion yesterday. We chatted about that a little bit. It's, it's akin to saying, I want to go climb that mountain. Mm. And uh, we climbed a mountain yesterday. It was only a couple of hours um, to the summit and back from the, the base. But without studying the trail notes and working out which junction you had to take, um, if you didn't have that sort of overall view, then the mountain climb wouldn't have happened. Mm. But also, if I'd just been solely focused on navigating this little rocky section or climbing up this little steep pinch and forgotten about the overall direction we're supposed to be heading could have got bushwhacked and ended up on the news getting rescued by the Westpac chopper. So it's got to be that constant big, small, big, small. And it's, and it's a cycle. I've talked about it over the years um, from my motorcycling days, mountain bikers are the same. Um, Anyone who drives a car, you should be practicing this. I hope you are is rather than being fixated on the two meters in front of the vehicle just to navigate this corner or that pothole um, you're not going to see what's coming Mm -mm. and if you just keep doing that day after day year after year you'll end up in Kununurra instead of Sydney Mm. Uh, and it's like how did we get here it's like well you weren't looking ahead and in front, and you've got to be doing that constant scan the horizon, focus in front, scan the horizon, focus in front. Whether that's business or personal, the thing I love about the challenge, Coxie, is they're not business things. Mm. 
by normal consideration. People would look at that list and go, well, how the hell is this going to actually improve my business and my life? I think a lot of people would look at that list of suggestions that we've made. Um, and as Coxie said, you can come up with your own. I think a lot of people would look at that and go, okay, well, this this could improve my life, you know, makes me a bit more grounded or healthy or something. And I think a lot of people dismiss that stuff. But the, a lot of those small things are the little things in front of your nose that lead to the big business results, mm-hmm. which feeds back as the lifestyle results. So um, that's what I love about what we've put together here for any of you who want to play along at home is they're actually easier to do because they're not business stuff. I had a great session yesterday with one of our tradepreneurs and we were talking about the bank of self and how when we deplete the Mm. bank, there's nothing to give back. And for me, a big part of this is I, I, I used to say typically as mothers, and I don't think that's true. I actually think that we both do this, both sexes do this, we, we give and we give and we give. We focus on everything but ourselves until we come to that point that the bank of self is dry and there's mm. nothing left. We can't give if we haven't given back to ourselves. So a small daily practice, and I don't think there's anything on there that runs more than 30 minutes, if memory serves me correctly, except for maybe family games night, which includes all of you. Um, you in 30 minutes you can put back into your bank enough so that you're able to confront the next challenge at work tomorrow or mm. take the time to push through that uncomfortable look at your cash flow and understand what figures you need to know to put some plans in place for the next three months so that you can start to tick off some of the work goals or the business goals on a day-to-day basis rather than letting it all run away from you whilst you're focusing on the road in front of you rather than putting back into your self-bank. It's I guess we tend to, I think we're almost taught this as children, unfortunately, to sacrifice ourselves for everything else and it doesn't work. We see it time and time again. I can't, I cannot say how many uh, tradepreneur members we've had to come to us at the point of breakdown. They're most definitely in overwhelm and they just don't know what to do or how to move forward anymore. Rightly so. The poor buggers have worked themselves into the ground. They've taken no time out for themselves. And there are small changes. And and with those people in particular, we make very small changes in the beginning so that they can start to see their way clear, so they can start to get their head out of that foggy mess that comes with the depleted bank. And we can start to move forward to making some change so that in three months' time they can look backwards and think, holy wow, I did all of that. And it starts to build that muscle, I guess, of resilience and the muscle of giving back to oneself because a big part of being a business owner is actually the personal stuff as we talk about here so frequently. It's impossible to separate the two. I love that bank of self. Uh, And as I was listening to you use that um, metaphor, if that is the correct term, Coxie. It'll do. Someone can correct me if they're game. (laughs) (laughs) Is that often... We think of a bank account that the the deposits come externally. They come from our employer or from our customers or from a government bonus or grant or something like that. But the fabulous thing about the bank of self is that there's this infinite um, resource in the universe. Whatever your, your belief system is, there's an infinite source of energy and creation and we can actually draw down on that whenever we choose as an individual and stick some of it in our bank account. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as doing that, you know, getting a massage if it's COVID 
permitted. Um, you know, having a games night with the family, practicing some gratitude, meditation, some of the things on our on our list of fifteen plus one. Uh, <laughs> we can create those ourselves. Yes. I don't have to wait for someone else to stick something in my bank account. In fact, that is a really surefire strategy for disappointment, resentment, and burnout is waiting for something or someone external to me to make a deposit to my bank of self. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that I can actually go and do that and top up my account m- on my own. Mm. It's it's such a cool thing and so underutilized. So we, as we're banging on about, have uh, <laughs> created a challenge. It starts tomorrow, the 1st of September, 2021. Oh, radio DJ here again. <laughs> and it runs for 30 days. Fancy a 30-day challenge running for 30 days. I know, right? Um, so we want you to get involved. We want to help you actually focus on the small things that lead to the big things and start to uh, stick some more currency in your bank of self. Uh, the Bank of Warwick, that has a nice ring to it. The Bank of Warwick, that's probably even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, start making some deposits to your own bank and uh, you can grab the list online. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes for today um, and in the description on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this uh, fabulous episode. Um, and you can also go to the website, uh, tradiesandbusiness.com.au, and uh, there's a really annoying pop-up, so that'll lead you to the gold on there as well. <laughs> so Do try and escape you if you will. Value. We don't want you to leave without getting the value. There's a bunch of free stuff there just for you. And we'd love for you to share your um, journey or your uh, practices or whatever, your progress on the socials, of course, not for us, um, partly for yourself, but also to encourage others. If you Mm. get on board with this, you obviously know it's a good idea and you're willing to give it a go. Encourage some other trade business owners, some other tradies in business to get involved because this could really help some people who are doing it tough, particularly those of you who are um, stuck in extended lockdowns. Um, there are mm-hmm. some things on this list that will be a great support to you and your family as well. Um, they are not things that Coxie and I have just pulled out of our coit. Um, they're scientifically backed. Because science, I mean, science these days, it's so reliable, isn't it, Coxie? Uh, <laughs> we want to go down that conversation? <laughs> nope. Uh, not, not while we're recording. So... Uh, <laughs> We'll make it a list of 17 then. So, yeah, get on board, hit the website, hit our socials. You'll find the um, hashtag TIB30challenge information everywhere. Um, Good retailers sell our wares. (laughs) Are we going to try on some steak knives or what? (laughs) A personalised, we could do a personalised TIB30challenge plan. We could, no. For one low price of nothing. (laughs) get involved gang we'd love to help you out please hit up the website use the hashtag so we can see you want to reshare your business we want to share a bunch of business owners doing good stuff for themselves so please use the hashtag tag us in it so we can find you Um, we're looking forward to seeing you over on the socials and if you take a sneaky look today Warwick and I have already both started you'll find a bunch of information on our stories (laughs) literally (laughs) is it is Uh, Uh, Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. 
Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradeisandbusiness.com.au.